Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. I hope you are doing well. I am so excited for today's topic, which is ego versus intuition. The information I'm about to talk about is based on one of the first revelations I had that really propelled me on my journey, and I am so excited to share with you what I've learned and integrated about this topic. Today, I want to define the ego and the intuition, talk about how to differentiate between them, and then dive deeper into tips for how you can tune into your own intuition with ease. It is no secret that you have a choir of voices in your head. You have the voices of society and your friends and your family, the voices of your limiting beliefs and your insecurities, the voices of your passions, the voices of your hopes, and even the voices of your fears. It can get overwhelming having to constantly listen to the symphony of thoughts, opinions, and beliefs that sometimes aren't even yours. It's confusing and draining, and it's hard to shut it all off. However, I promise you that with practice, there is a way to make all of the voices quieter. So quiet, in fact, that it's almost as if they've disappeared completely. And that is by listening to the voice of your intuition which is less of a voice and more of a silent feeling of peace, of knowing, and of truth. Your intuition does not yell or judge or reprimand. Your intuition simply just is. It is that which resonates, that which speaks to your soul through the feeling of connection to your own purpose. The intuition is the quiet. So how do you start to listen to your intuition? your inner compass that always points you in the direction of your soul's divine path. Well, first, you must be able to decipher which voices are coming from your ego. I feel like the ego can get a bad rap a lot of the times, so I want to start off by saying that the ego is not entirely bad. The ego is the animalistic part of you. It is the human biological alarm system that has kept humanity alive for millions of years. The ego exists to protect you, to ensure your survival. For example, the voice in your head that is fearful of judgment, of being looked upon in a negative light by others. We've all experienced that at one point in our lives or another. That is the voice of our ego. That voice exists in part because back when we were nomads, if we were not liked by our tribe and exiled, we would not have been able to survive. Therefore, we have this biological defense mechanism in our subconscious designed to keep us alive in the form of wanting to be liked by others. And despite the ego's well intentions, it is ultimately the voice in your head that it is of fear and lack. Like many other ways in which the ego drives your thoughts, actions, and even your behaviors, it is outdated and no longer needed. You no longer live in an environment in which your fight-or-flight instincts need to be on high alert all the time. You live a safer and more comfortable human experience. Unfortunately, your human biological alarm system has yet to comprehend that. The ego continues to overanalyze the past, hyperfocus on the endless possibilities of the future, 
and keep you trapped in a cycle of what-ifs and should-haves instead of the present moment, which is really the source of inner joy. It creates illusions such as, I'm not good enough, I'm too short, I can't because I have no money, or I'm alone, no one understands me. All of these illusions conjured up by the ego are false, and they hold you back from living a life aligned with your higher self. The ego is a complete and utter buzzkill. Unfortunately, it also tends to be the front seat driver in the minds of most of us, which contributes to low vibrational feelings such as anxiety, depression, stress, and perfectionism. The intuition, on the other hand, is separate from your human physical existence. The intuition is instead tied to your soul. In reality, you are energy, a soul living a physical existence in a human body on planet Earth, and you are here for a reason. Your higher self, your inner knowing, the voice of your soul, whatever you want to call it, guides you through your intuition. Where the ego has the best interest of your animalistic needs in mind, your intuition has the best interest of your soul in mind. I truly believe that your intuition can only send you messages of light and love. It is of the highest good and only wants to see you on your true path of purpose and enlightenment. Okay, so how do you tell the difference, right? Here is how you can recognize the ego. The ego is fear-based and drenched with lower emotions, whereas your ego is neutral and resonates with your divine truth. At first, it can be kind of difficult to decipher the voices in your head and the feelings in your body. We are creatures of emotion, and we get full of them all of the time, and it's hard to tune in and really decipher what is what. For example, is the pit in your stomach a message from your intuition, warning you as a form of protection? Or is that sensation actually just anxiety sent by the ego to keep you safe from an imaginary threat such as embarrassment? With practice, you will be able to decipher between the two with ease. So I want to share with you an exercise that I use to tap into my intuition and figure out where certain thoughts and emotions are coming from. First, I center myself. I take a few deep abdominal breaths. If I have the time, I'll go for a walk to clear my head. Once I'm grounded, I observe my thoughts and emotions with non-judgment. In this space, I ask myself the following questions, and I usually journal them out to get the best results, but if all you want to do is just think them in your head, that is all well and fine. Question number one, are these thoughts coming from a place of gratitude and abundance or lack and fear? Your intuition is of the brightest light. It is never negative. It is the voice of your soul and your essence of being. It is one with the universe. Your intuition will only speak to you through emotions of gratitude and abundance. It is never laced with fear, anxiety, or judgment like the ego is. If a thought is ever containing low vibrational emotions like those, it is 100% coming from your ego. Even in a situation in which you're potentially in danger, your ego will guide you to safety through feelings of intellect, not fear. Question number two. How do I feel in my body? Do I feel light and expansive or heavy and contractive? Your ego does not encourage your divine purpose, so it's going to feel wrong. It will feel uncomfortable. A good word to describe it is heavy. It will feel misplaced because advice from your ego is misguided and really should not be followed. 
when you're listening and following the voice of your intuition, you'll be in alignment, meaning you will feel light and expansive. You will radiate emotions such as bliss, gratitude, excitement, contentment. You will be energized because you'll be standing in your power. Question number three, does this feel true? Intuition is truth. That is all it ever will be. It is divine, it comes from source, and it will only ever guide you in the direction of your soul's highest path. Your ego is false. Its main goal is to hold you back and keep you safe, but oftentimes the danger is really only imaginary. Another journaling exercise that really helps me is to interview my ego by investigating my triggers. It's kind of like shadow work and it goes like this. I make a list of what causes my ego to lash out throughout the day, and in a safe and centered mindset, I take the time to deep dive into my psyche and dig up the reasons behind my ego's temperament. Did I get angry because I felt that I was being misunderstood, undervalued, disrespected? Did I get jealous and lash out due to an insecurity? Did I get anxious because I feel the need to be perfect? Etc. Really allow yourself the time and space to get to know your ego. Understand how it ticks so you can better decipher when it's speaking. Through gaining this knowledge, you can better adjust your thoughts and actions in the moment when your ego wants to come out and play. But also remember to always come from a place of non-judgment because we're here to learn and no one is perfect. So while you're investigating your triggers, remember to also practice self-care and really love yourself fully. If this question and answer style doesn't really work for you, I also want to share some tips for tapping into your intuition that I use regularly and get great results from. So my first tip is to quiet your mind daily so that you can hear your inner voice more clearly. The world is full of static, right? Useless things that keep your senses busy from doing their real jobs, like billboards, ads, and colors that fill our eyes every single day. The blurring sounds of music and traffic and media, the sugar and artificial flavoring and GMOs in our everyday foods. We even smell gas, smoke, and trash all the time. It's super overwhelming for our being. Your systems are overloaded every day, trying to analyze and tune out hundreds of different senses that do not serve you. Think about how much space and energy in your brain that's taking up. On top of that, the internet has become this wide, massive, intense thing, and not only has it become a necessity to really survive in this world, but it's also become a form of escape. When you spend extra time online, you subject yourself to images, captions, and news that don't always benefit you. These tools of technology end up using you way more than you use them. When the veil starts to shift, and you begin to realize just how out of alignment you are with your inner body and your mind, you will automatically crave some much-needed grounding. And I'm not suggesting you throw out your phone, never eat a candy bar, and live in the middle of the woods forever. However, I am encouraging you to prioritize your mental and spiritual well-being enough to set aside time every day to just be. And at first, this may take discipline, but after a while, you'll find that these moments of stillness will be what you crave the most. So quiet your mind. Move or rest your body depending on what it needs. Have a warm beverage or a smoothie, go for a walk, journal, read a book, watch the sunrise, stretch, paint, sing, 
Do whatever draws you deeper into yourself and connects you to your divine energetic life force. Because the more you ground, the louder and clearer your intuitive voice will be. And the more you practice tuning in during the quiet, the easier it will be to tune in during the inevitable periods of noise and static. Another tip is to remain neutral and not judge your feelings and emotions. I've touched upon this a little bit, but I want to go deeper. Your feelings and emotions are signs that point you in the right direction in this life, but feelings are not fact. Allow yourself to feel the emotions that arise in your being, integrate their lessons, and then make sure you move on and leave them behind. The key here is to allow your feelings and emotions to move through you. Without suppressing lower emotions, let them in so you can gain the information they are trying to tell you. Allow them the space they need to communicate with you. And then once that process has ended, make the conscious choice to let the emotions go, for they no longer have a purpose in your systems. If you sweep things under the rug and you keep them trapped inside your energetic body, they will manifest in the form of physical or mental ailments. By not judging your feelings and emotions and observing them with love, you can learn the lessons they're here to teach you. Your intuition will be able to speak to you more clearly, and your intuition will be able to tell you why you're feeling the way you do. You will be able to decode the messages and take aligned action in the right direction. There is always a lesson to be learned, but it really is up to you to tune in, quiet your mind, and listen up. The third tip is to learn from your past. When the veil lifts and you finally start to see all the beauty that you've been missing out on, you also see the destruction that you've left in your wake. Let me explain what I mean by this. When I first started to tune in and listen to my intuition instead of my ego, I quickly became aware of past instances in which I let my ego run the show. And let's just say it was an extremely humbling experience. And I was quite saddened by what I realized. I so strongly disliked how I acted in certain situations, yet instead of sulking over past actions, I had to decide to forgive myself and learn from them so that I could move forward in life expressing my authentic self. So my advice for you is this. Please forgive yourself. You are human, and mistakes are not only natural but vital for your growth. Instead of strengthening the ego by sulking and feeling guilt, Strengthen your intuition through focusing on the growth that has come from the situation. This realignment will cause you to form a stronger bond with your inner self and your inner knowing. And my last tip is to hold compassion for others. Other people's thoughts, opinions, and actions are never actually about you, even if they say they are. They are always due to the person's own ego and perception of reality. So with that knowledge, look at experiences through an objective lens instead of taking things too personally. When the ego of another lashes out, it baits and teases the ego in you. I know you felt this. You're completely fine and then your sibling or your parent takes their bad day out on you and you just want to revolt and let it all out on them. Do not let the ego win. Acknowledge what is happening and choose to respond with love. Forgive others for their shadow side so that yours do not come out and play. The more you see the ego in others and forgive them, the easier it will be to see the ego reflected in your own thoughts and actions, and then in turn, the easier it will be to forgive yourself. I also want to share an analogy that really resonates with me when it comes to deciphering between the ego and the intuition. 
Do you remember when you were little and you played that game hot and cold where you had to find a missing object and your partner would scream hot when you were getting closer to it and then scream cold when you were moving farther away? Well, think of following your intuition as a lifelong game of hot and cold, hot being your intuition and cold being your ego. When you're walking through life unaware of what to do next or unsure of where the right direction even is, you can tune in and follow the voice of your intuition while trying your very best to ignore the negative, obnoxious voice of the ego. I know it sounds so easy and simple put this way, and I know it can often be challenging in actuality, but with practice it really does become easier and easier to tune out the ego and fuel the voice of your intuition. Okay, so now what? You now know how to recognize your ego and how to recognize your intuition. You now know how to differentiate between them. What now? Now, it is extremely important that you do not judge or criticize the ego, because then you are just reaffirming its power. The ego will continue to exist. You must recognize when it is speaking and refuse to act based on those limiting thoughts. Ignore the negative and lean into what feels true, light, and expansive. I know a lot of people use the phrase ego death, and that can kind of give off the wrong impression, like you can actually kill the ego. I'm not sure if you actually can. I just think you tune it out, and you really lean into your higher self, and you fall deeper into alignment. I also want to note that sometimes when the ego knows it's losing its power, out of fear it will hold on even tighter. So it's okay if your egoic thoughts get louder during this process. It really just means that you're on the right path. My advice is to amp up your self-care and implement grounding daily. This tug-of-war between your ego and your intuition and your higher self and shadow work, it won't last forever. It may not always be a peaceful transition, but the power is transformational, and you will find yourself determined to go even deeper every single day. So listen to your gut, take care of yourself, and most importantly, be proud of yourself. Be proud of all that you've accomplished and will accomplish on your personal development journey. This work is not for the faint of heart. This is the inner work that will eventually change the world. I saw this thing on social media today, and I do not know the right person to quote it to. I think it was a sound, but it said, you know the phrase, hurt people hurt people? Well, I believe that healed people heal people. And it was so beautiful. And it just reminds me of how when we really work together as a collective and we fight for our truth and what's right, we do more than just heal ourselves. We really do heal the world with it. Okay, my beautiful friend, that concludes this week's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I deeply thank you for sharing this space with me today. And I really hope I was able to offer you something of value as you continue embarking on your journey. If you would like to keep in touch with me or browse my other sites, everything will be linked in the show notes. I would also love to hear from you and connect with you on an even deeper level. So please do not be shy to reach out. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can through the mic. I hope you can feel it. Talk to you soon.